Welcome into the Invest Well Show. I'm your host, Michael Wall. Today, we're going to talk about a topic that is, I don't think, often thought about. You know, a lot of times we receive advice or we get ideas and we get uh, comments and interactions from people in our life. But what we don't often ask, maybe ourselves, is, is the advice that you're getting right for you? How do you know that the information that's being shared to you is actually applicable to you? I don't know if you've ever thought about it like that before, but I think it's very, very important. You know, I've said before in other other capacities, there's a lot of well-intended people uh, giving advice and information that may not necessarily get you to where you want to go. So I think that's a question, and in particular, when it comes to our investments, to understand, is the advice that you're getting correct and right for you? There's so much information out there, whether it be media, TV, print, et cetera, social. You got to know where the information is coming from and whether or not it applies to your life. So we're going to talk about that and unpack that today on the Invest Well Show. Listen, before we jump in, I always like to take a quick minute and say thank you to our sponsors at, over at leanonthewall.com. Many of you know in my other life, we have several financial companies and a great team there helping families protect, grow, and reduce taxes on their wealth. So if you have questions about your wealth, about protecting it, about reducing taxes with this new administration, new planning coming up, and new taxes potentially coming up, reach out to leanonthewall.com. Great team there. A lot of great resources there as well. So I want to talk today in the show about <clears throat> is the advice you're getting right for you? And I'm going to actually use, um, there's a chapter in my book actually titled just that, is the advice you're getting right for you? And I wanted to bring this out and highlight this and discuss this because I really believe that this is something that uh, so often people just miss. And I, I think that there's a lot of um, We'll call it spinning of wheels, right, in life, where you're just, have you ever been in a place where you're, you've driven a car, and maybe you've, maybe you're driven a car up north, and now if you're from the south, and you've lived here full-time in the south, there's this, there's this, uh, there's this little word, it's actually a, a four-letter word, it's called snow, and you may or may not be familiar with it, but that four-letter word, sometimes when it lays on the ground, and then it gets even colder after it melts a little bit, and then it gets colder, it can turn into a three-letter word called ice, and that ice can cause you to have serious problems when you're driving in your car. But have you ever been in a place where you're driving on the road, and maybe you're stuck, and you're in, and you're just you're pressing the gas, and you're spinning, and you're spinning, and you're spinning, and you're spinning, and you're, spinning and you're just not going anywhere. <clears throat> I remember when I was younger, um, I had a Jeep Cherokee. I love Jeeps. When I was in college, I went to Liberty University, and I was up on Gander Mountain, right outside of Lynchburg, if you know where that is. Beautiful area. And I had my Jeep up there. I had the you know big tires on it and all this kind of stuff, and we were going four-wheeling. I said, hey, we're going to go four-wheeling. And of course, at that time, you know, I lived life in such a way where um, I thought that Jeep could go through anything. I thought it could climb up trees. <laughs> I thought it could jump over buildings. I thought it could do anything. So... We're up there and we're 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 four-wheeling in, in the mud. We're mudding, if you will, whatever you want to call it. <clears throat> and I'm going through a place and we come up to a little area where it kind of the, the hill kind of goes down and starts to go down and 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 you see that there's water there. Well, I thought it was just a covering of water. I thought it was a covering water. So I thought, you know, I'm just gonna plow right through that. So I I press the gas, slam on the gas, and boom, you know, here I go, right down into the water. And what I found out was. That wasn't just a covering of water, just surface water. That was a deep, a deep hole. And my whole Jeep literally fell five to six feet down in this big hole. I don't know who 
dug this hole or how it got there, but somehow it did. My Jeep fell down. Well, here I am pressing the gas, pressing the gas, pressing the gas. I get stuck and I ended up blowing, blowing some rods through the engine. I messed up the engine. Not a good situation. Now, talk about a college guy that doesn't have a lot of money. It was a bad situation. Well, you know, I wish I could tell you that I learned from that, but I earned the money and I actually fixed the engine. And not only did I not learn from it, but I said, you know what? I'm going to get through that hole. So I took my Jeep back up to the mountain, and here I am trying to go through that same hole. Guess what happened? You'll never guess. That's right. I blew the rods out of my engine again, and I blew my engine, and I was like, okay, I'm not doing that again. Uh, first off, because I didn't have the money to fix it. I had to call. I had to phone a friend. I had to call my friend and say, hey, I need to borrow some money. His dad lent me some money, and luckily I was able to pay it back. But the point was, the advice I was getting on that second go-round was from some peers that I had in school that essentially said to me, Mike, come on. You got the engine fixed. You can do this. You got this. Let's go. Whatever. Well, silly old me, I should have listened to common sense instead of their sense and not done it. But I did, and it cost me you know, a lot of money and a lot of time and humiliation and all that goes with that. But I say that to say... I think it's even more important when we evaluate, especially when we evaluate the investments that we have, where we're getting advice for what we have. Now, this is something that often people don't think about. And, and what I'm talking about here is the stage of life that you're in. This is such a huge factor when you talk about where you're getting your advice. And I talk about this in the book. Um, when, you, when you take a look at the idea of uh, what are your needs and what does this look like? And I'm gonna I'm gonna share this with you um, that I thought it was so important, and and it's this part right here. When looking for a financial professional, I believe it is just as important to understand their business model, how many clients they want to bring in to their firm, and and really what their focus is, as it is to become familiar with the types of solutions they are prepared to offer. For example, in our firm, we have a specific number of clients each year, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I kind of got into our story. In other words, you're looking at Okay, if you're looking for advice and you want handheld advice, where is that advice coming from and what type of firm is it? In other words, if you're looking for a financial firm to help you on your journey, what does that firm specialize in? Do they care about the stage of life that you're in? Do they match up for the stage of life that you're in? Now, if you ask me, Mike, what are you talking about when you're talking about the stage of life? Well, there's really only two stages of life when it comes to investing. You have your accumulation and growth stage. That's when you're younger, you're growing wealth, you're investing money every month, you're saving it or putting it into some type of plan, whether it's a 401k or an IRA or some type of retirement plan or just a general investment plan. That's your accumulation and your growth phase. Okay? And the advice for that really is find quality investments and just keep putting money into those quality investments to allow time to work in your favor. But when you move closer to retirement, or when you're in retirement, you know, I call it being five to 10 years uh, from 30 to 40 years of unemployment, otherwise known as the financial red zone. You gotta be in a place where you think differently. Just like in football, you know, football may have the nickel or the dime in defense, right? But when they get up to the goal line, what happens? They change their defense. They change their structure. They do prevent defense or some type of goal line defense. Why? Well, because the offense is right there and it's getting ready to score. 
Same way with your investments, you need to think about it in that capacity. You are now moving into a different phase of your life. So growth is really important, but protection has become even more important. I go on and I talk about in the book, um, in this chapter, when I talk about the advice that you're getting, is it right for you? And I go over the two phases of, of, the, of life that I talked about, but I often talk about the idea that this fact here matters, and I want to read this to you. This is on page 52 of my book, Retire Once, Retire Well. It says this, In the same manner, it is unreasonable and unfair to expect the financial professional that helped you through your working years to assist you completely in the retirement years. Let me say that again in case you veered off, because this is so important, especially if you are 45, 50 and older and you're listening to this show, so important for you to understand. It's unreasonable and unfair to expect the financial professional that helped you through your working years to assist you completely in your retirement years. What does that mean? What that means is the strategies and the ideas and the things that you might need to implement in those retired years or soon to be retired years are different than the strategies that you need to implement while you're working. There's actually factors that are working against you when you're retired that actually worked for you while you were working. There are many, but just to pull out one, dollar cost averaging. Many of you have heard of dollar cost averaging, right? Dollar cost averaging is really the idea of averaging out the cost of whatever you buy. Investing in each month and the costs are different as you invest in. One month, the stock might be 10 bucks. Next month, the stock might be $12. Next month, the stock might be $8. But as you invest in each month, you're averaging out the cost. That's a good thing, long-term. But when you're retired, oftentimes you don't take money out. I'm sorry, you do take money out of your portfolio. You're not putting money in. And when that happens... You're literally in a place where you have to ask yourself, okay, since I'm taking money out now, I can't absorb the same kind of volatility and risk that I received and absorbed in the past when I was younger because I had more time. So you have to think differently about your investments. You also have tax planning. You have legacy planning. You have long-term care planning. Uh, long-term care insurance type planning. You have other types of planning, income planning, that you need to kind of solve for. And it's much more robust than just, I got to grow my wealth. Very, very different. So I really want you to think about in this show, <clears throat> really the fact that there are phases of life. You need to be aware of those phases of life. And you need to be aware of whether or not the advice that you're currently receiving is right for you. Maybe listening to somebody that's on TV or somebody that you've read in the newspaper or even your advisor, if you have an advisor helping you all of these years, maybe they're great people, but maybe they're not equipped to really get you to the next stage or get you to where you need to go. Very, very important to ask and evaluate because the last thing you want to do is be taking advice and ideas from folks that don't specialize in particular stages of life, and in particular the stage of life that you are in. These are really, really important. We've done some writing on these. There's some white papers done on these. I've done some Forbes articles on some of this stuff. A lot of great information you can actually find by heading over to leanonthewall.com. Again, leanonthewall.com. Uh, I want to challenge you to head over there. There's a lot of great information that you can receive and learn. If you have more questions about your situation and what type of advice you should be getting and what that looks like, 
feel free to reach out to our team. But this is something that's really important as you listen uh, to really understanding the stage of life you're in and whether or not the advice you're getting is right for you. It'll make all the difference in the world, and I can guarantee you it'll help you down the road of your journey to really live on purpose so you can live with purpose. Take a minute and share this show with someone that needs to hear it, somebody that you know, maybe a golf buddy or a a friend that you like to have dinner with or go to the spa with or whatever you like to do in life. Share this with someone that needs to hear this so you can be encouraging them along the way. Thanks for dialing in. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll catch you next show. Thank you for listening to the Invest Well Show. Please note that this information shared on the show is not investment advisory advice, and it may not be reflective of your personal situation or the needs that you have. If you have questions specific to your financial situation, please make sure that you reach out to an investment advisor directly or a tax attorney or tax coach or CPA to help you with your personal situation. Any additional questions that you may have, please make sure that you seek out a professional to get the guidance needed for your specific situation. Again, all content and information shared on this show is not to be deemed as specific investment advisory advice.